Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Welcome back. No kidding, man. I don't even remember what episode we're on, man. Let me see. Let me just take a real quick look right here. Just <laughs> it was a long spring break. I mean, yeah. Okay, so we're episode two oh six. There you go, man. Um, dude, back in the saddle. I feel good. A lot of things I want to catch up with you about because I haven't seen you. I mean, in a long time because uh, we just both been busy, man. I know. Uh, let's just first start off talking about the most important thing. Your fucking book, man. It fucking finally came out and it's on Amazon. <laughs> you know what? I would like to uh, maybe talk about that second. What I would like to talk okay. about first is um, that post that I saw of yours about uh, the, the bully you were dealing with. I oh. think that's one of the coolest uh, things that I've ever seen. And, um, you know, I, I'd like to I'd like to talk about that first if that's OK with you. Yeah, no, totally. You know what? I just saw like a news article about this, like girl who like fucking killed herself because of a bully they didn't do anything at school you know and bullying is a i don't know i'd stand on this platform it's like one of the things i care about most in life man i mean i don't really believe in astrology but i'm a libra and i care about justice man <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and uh, uh yeah. you know when i hear some shit like this it just enraged me man i was like i cannot believe in you know we're trying to solve all these other issues but we can't even solve the schoolyard bully issue i mean maybe it'll never go away but at least you know what i can uh in 2023 i became a better person i didn't let that bully hit like make my you know psyche so horrible that i felt the need to kill myself i mean i just couldn't imagine it like you know honestly you would think that that by now you know with so many cameras that we could have, you know, in whatever places that, um, you know, we could keep an eye on this type of stuff better, you know, especially at schools. Yeah, but um, so what was, what was the situation you dealt with? You said you're a bully. Um, okay. So basically, long story, I was, you know, I, I moved to Malaysia for a little bit and then I moved to Taiwan um, in my uh, freshman and sophomore year of high school, which is probably the worst time ever to move, actually, if you think about it, right? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, yeah. so um, I went to this school, and then, um, long story, it was just like, uh, you know, this it's just typical. I was just a new kid in class, and then I guess I sat next to the wrong girl in Spanish class, and I was just talking to her, just like, you know, trying to fit in. And one day, all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, eating my own lunch, minding my own business. 
and then somebody just pulls the back of my shirt violently to the fact to the point I'm like pulling back in my uh cafeteria seat and then he smacks the fucking back upside of my head in front of everybody man I literally had no fucking idea like what was going on and you know I sat there and took it like a bitch dude you know I was just like whatever I, I like was in so in shock to be honest and I was like I was just like man like um you know th- this sucks whatever I, I have no idea why you, you know what I mean seriously apparently like I said I was talking to this girl that he had a crush on but I, I was just sitting next to her in class, right? You know? So anyways, it got worse because, like, I went to PE class, I think, like, next week or something like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, a kid tells me, he's like, hey, man, um, just letting you know, I, I'm not sure if he was part of the bullying or not, or he was just actually trying to be my friend. You know, you can't tell a lot of times when you're you're younger, you, you know? And he was just like, "There's, they want to uh, stab you in the locker room. You, you know what I mean? And I was just Fuck. like, yeah, I was just like, dude, man, I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I told, and you know, unfortunately, when I was uh, 11 years old, I had already been dealing with bullies in the locker room. I had like gotten picked on like all the time because my birthday's in September. So I was always smaller than everybody, you know? And, um, and like, uh, whenever I would just go to class, this is in seventh grade, whenever I just go to the gym locker room, these like, uh, kids would just they would just shove me into the locker man like you know i'd just be trying to one legged trying to get one of my boxers on, on my my shorts on and that's the perfect time to shove me basically you know and uh you know so i but the thing is like during that situation i had some good friends that i told them and they wouldn't whip their ass and they never bothered me ever again but in taiwan like i was like fuck this is a new school i have like no friends here basically and uh, this guy just has it out for me and so, you know, I was really nervous. I didn't want to get stabbed in the fucking locker room, right? So I told immediately told the teacher, like, hey, I'm feeling sick. And then um, <clears throat> I, I basically went home and, um, you know, just escaped. Basically. That was smart. Yeah. Smart I mean, move, like, dude. You know, because you know, I was just like, I don't know if they're serious. I don't know if this kid's actually just trying to fuck with me, too. And, uh, you know, I went home and told my parents, I'm lucky I have great parents, basically, right? So, uh, oh my god, I, dude! I, if one if my son came home and told me that, uh, I would stake this shit out and beat the holy hell out of these kids and get thrown in jail. And you know, it'd be a horrible thing. But um, maybe not. But in my mind, I would. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, uh, you know. So I told my dad, and my dad was like, "Look, this ain't America, okay? Like, <laughs> we're in Taiwan. I grew up here. If you really want to, we could like." Ask some thugs to whoop his ass, man. Like, okay, like, just let me know if it can continues to bother. And but, the, you know, luckily I knew uh, some friends that um, that you know went to middle school with me that also moved to Taiwan. Actually, just so happened, luckily, like that, you know. And there were these really popular twin girls, and um, you know, I knew them from back in the day. And then so I just talked to them, and it stopped basically, right? But it what? But the thing is that you know I remember that fear of going to school and fear of turning around the wrong corner that you might run into this guy. And there's somebody just trying to make your fucking life a living hell. And that's why, like, I hate bullies. You know what I mean? I fucking, if I see somebody getting bullied, like, I'm that person that will step in and be like, dude, fuck you, you know? And um, Me too, dude. I had, like, three uh, three bullies when I was you? in um, junior high. And um, skinny. I was skinny as hell, though, dude. Okay. And, um, you know, timid. And I never had any threats of being stabbed. They just wanted to beat the shit out of me. 
And, you know, I was able to somehow avoid it. But you had a recently uh, what what uh, you had like a um, or not too long ago. You... Yeah. OK, so so basically what happened? Sorry, what happened was that, you know, I saw this article. I'm just telling the story of like how I was bullied right now. But basically, I was like, you know what? Let me look this motherfucker up on Facebook. man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I was like, I bet you he's there. You can find people these days. Yeah, in 2023, you could actually, like I said, look at how your bully is aged. And like this guy never made it out of Taiwan. I mean, apparently, you know, he's like some trust fund baby. His parents probably were shit people. That's why he was bullying people in the first place. Right. You know, and, right. uh, you know, I, I actually just like added him as a friend. I was, <laughs> I was just like, I'm just going to add this guy and see what happens. You know what I mean? And the thing is, so so from there, uh, I was just like, oh, man, he actually accepted my friendship. Like this guy, does he even know who the fuck I am? Basically, the next day, one day I woke up, you know, and I was just and then so I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy that he accepted my friendship. So I actually just basically typed out the story I just <coughs> told you and tagged him as this guy fucking bullied me, basically. You, you know what I mean? I actually also commented on his wall. Uh, yeah, I guess you never got that chick, you know what I mean? That, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't see you married to uh, so and so, right? <laughs> yeah, it actually tagged her too, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> and then I was just like, you know, just letting you know, like, you're on my fight on sight list, man. If I ever see you, like, just walking, like, you know, you know, have, have a nice life looking over your shoulder, bitch. Basically, I'm your friend on Facebook, but I'll fuck you up in real life. <laughs> So the thing is, like, it was controversial because a lot of people were like, dude, James, why do you, like, still hold on to this? Why do you, like, uh, I was like, dude, it's not bothering me now because obviously I didn't let it bother me so much that I would kill myself, like, example A that we were talking about. But I just wanted to show you, like, hey, in 2023, you can make this motherfucker remember and actually just fucking, hey, just let him know what's up, dude, you, you know? And I think that's amazing thing that we can use, way that we can use social media and People should call out their bullies way fucking more. You know what I mean? And I got look, I didn't do it for the attention. I literally I was just, you know, fuck this guy. I, I wanted to just um, have this social experiment, you know, and I'm glad I posted it because a lot of people share with me their bully stories and I empathize and a lot of racist shit that I went through, too. Right. And people were like telling me about that. And actually, there was I have a Marine friend that reached out to me. He became a Marine because he got probably because he got bullied a lot. That was actually bullied by the same guy in a different time period <laughs> of wow. going to that school and actually told me that um, he, you know, he ran into them at a bar one time afterwards. And uh, they wouldn't. This is when, when they're adults and after he was a Marine and they didn't even come over and do anything. And they were just like kind of like. These uh, uh, adult, you know, problematic people that ran around like kind of like gang members in, in a sense, rich, like kind of people. So those these people never fucking change, man. And, you know, you need to smack a bully in the face. So rarely, rarely do people like that change. Trust fund babies, people who are very rich, given things at a young age without having to earn them. Um, yeah, they're so used to having a good time with all this stuff that when it's not there, you know, they go crazy. And they don't realize the things that they do, the kind of impact that they have. And when, that, when you friended that guy, he probably thought, oh, wait, I, I remember that name. And he may not have remembered exactly, you know, he probably did so many drugs and everything. He probably didn't remember what he did. 
you know, bullied so many fucking people that I didn't even remember. You know what I mean? To be honest. Yeah, and then that's exactly. exactly that's exactly my point. He wouldn't have accepted my friendship in, unless like he was just like, oh, I kind of remember this guy. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, fuck these kind of people, man. Like, so anyways, that happened a few weeks ago. Thank you for bring reminding me to bring that up, man. But um, uh, yeah, like I said, it was just for me after a few weeks of thinking about it, like, should I have done that? I actually called my parents and told them, like, hey, I'm going to do this. So if people say anything weird about James on Facebook, like uh, just letting you know, like, I'm going to do this. And I got the OK from my from, you know, what I mean, because I don't want to embarrass my folks or anything like that with is James going through a fucking Good for that, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know, what I mean? oh, God. Right. So. So anyways, um, yeah. Thank you for reminding me about, you know, that. what? I kind of have something along. Well, not this, not anywhere near the same, but um. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit tired today because I haven't gotten much sleep the past couple of days dealing with these assholes in Florida um, with Amerigas. Amerigas is a propane gas company that my parents have been using. They have a 500-gallon tank in their front yard, and they've been using them for 45 years. Back on April 6th of this year, evidently they came and did a Anytime they do a refill, they do a pre-refill tank inspection, and it didn't pass inspection. And they didn't even notify me. Didn't even notify us. Okay. You know? Um, all of a sudden, I, I'm, I'm talking to my dad. Um, actually, when I was there the last time, um, back in March, um, I, was in, I was only there a few days. And, you know, I only took one shower, and it was a quick shower. And I noticed that the, the hot water never did come on. You know, but I was taking such a quick shower, you know, I didn't really think about it that much. I was so busy doing other things. And then, you know, like a week and a half later or so, I'm talking to my dad on FaceTime and he's showing me this lighter that he just got, like these little extension lighters. I'm like, what, dad, what are you doing with that? He's like, oh, I'm going to go light the, you know, the pilot light, I think, has gone out on the boiler. And I'm like, uh, no, dad, please, please don't go downstairs and try to, you know, light the boiler, you know. He's got a little bit of Alzheimer's, you know, and it's slowly getting worse. And, you know, that's not the kind of thing you want him doing. And so, you know, I called these people, uh, some plumbers, and, you know, they came and they, they looked at it and they got it lit briefly, but then it went out. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, that sounds like, you know, maybe the propane tank is low. So I had him go out and look at the tank and he said, yeah, it's pretty much almost out. So I got in touch with Amerigas and said, you know, hey, I need to get a, a refill done. And this lady's like, okay, you know, and, and I, you know, I was like, well, why wasn't I notified that, you know, why is it, why is it empty? Why didn't you guys, you know, she's, ah. I was like, can I speak to a manager, please? So the lady that I talked to next, she said, oh, you know, on April 6th, it didn't pass the, uh, the pre-fill, you know, refill inspection. And I said, well, why wasn't I notified of this? Um, I don't know. Really? Okay, so right now my dad is, you know, he's 88 years old. He's got a little bit of Alzheimer's, and he's without hot water. Um, you know, when can you get out there and service the tank, exchange it, or do whatever you need to do? And she's, you know, um, it puts me on hold for like 15 minutes and comes back, and she said, uh, you know, it probably won't be until next month sometime. And I'm like, next month? Are you kidding me? Like when your your advertisement on your website, you're like you always have you know um, propane you know whenever you need it all the time. Like everything's going to be great with us. And so you know I'm like, why did that lady you know accept a, a refill request? You know if if the tank is didn't pass pre, you know pre refill inspection. Um, well you know we're some of them are training right now and they don't. I'm like okay well you know and then she couldn't tell me exactly when it was going to happen. 
She was going to get back to me and she never did. I called the next day. I talked to some dude named Darvin and told him the situation. And he said, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to escalate this, you know? And um, that's why it was on a Friday. They were supposed to get back to me on Friday. They never did. So on Monday, when they opened back up, you know, I called back. And by the way, this is called Amerigas. Everyone that I talked to was in the Philippines. Okay. Oh God. They should call them, you know, Philippine gas, not, not Amerigas. They're not in America. They all, they all Actually, the, the corporate headquarters is in uh, Pennsylvania. I figured that out. But um, so I talked to Darvin, told him the situation. He goes, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to escalate this, you know, and, and have it expedited. This, that, and, the other. and I'm like, what exactly does that mean? What do you mean? We're going to, okay, well, what, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to send an email, you know, to their, and I'm like, what is that going to accomplish? Is that going to, you know? And he goes, well, I'll tell you what, I'll keep you updated. I'll call you within at least an hour or two and I'll keep you updated. And I said, okay, thank you, Darvin. Four hours passed by, no call back. So I called back and I said, hi, may I speak with Darvin, please? Um, you know, what's the address, the number and whatever. And I was like, you know, told her. And she said, okay, I need to start a document. I'm like, why can't I speak to Darvin? She said, I need to start a document before you. I'm like, okay. She put me on hold. And then about 20 minutes later, it hung up. So I called back and, you know, said, hey, you know, let me speak with Darvin, please. You know, told this lady the whole situation. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. Held for 14 minutes and then hung up. It hung up on me again. Jesus. So then I called back again and, you know, they say, you know, this call may be recorded for, you know, whatever. And I said, I just want to let you know that I'm recording on my end also. And um, do not put me on hold. Okay. Whatever you do, do not put me on hold. Told her the situation. She says, okay, well, hold on a second. I'm like, no, 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 no. Do not put me on hold. <laughs> and so um, I basically canceled, you know. And I made sure that I got an email from her before I got off the phone. Cause she had one point right towards the end. She goes, okay, the email is sent on the way, you know, let me know if there's anything else I can do. And I'm like, wait a second. I haven't seen the email yet. Well, I sent it to the email. He gave it to me. I don't have it yet. Well, let me send it again. Okay. And then finally I saw it come up, you know, with the cancellation thing, in, you know, in process. And I was like, okay, thank you. Are there, are there for propane service like companies? No, area? that's the thing. In his area, they're pretty much the only ones. They're the main ones that, that service people in that area. I got online and saw that there were all these other complaints about them, you know. And you would think that after, dude, since 1978, we've been with them. And you would think that after 45 fucking years, you'd get treated a little bit better. But see, you know, they kind of have a monopoly in that area. And in yeah, other exactly. areas, they know that. And so they're like, fuck you. So, um, yeah, so that was one thing. And then the other thing, um, this company called Merakai Solar, M-E-R-A-K-I, Merakai Solar, okay? Um, my uncle calls me up one day and he says, I just, you know, I have cameras at my dad's house. And he goes, I just saw someone sitting in your living room, sitting on the floor with a notebook, you know, thing, uh, talking to your dad. I'm like, oh, God, let me call him. my dad. What? I don't know. Okay. And so um, I noticed that he had the, the, the vents were cleaned out or something like that. I was like, okay, maybe my dad wanted to get the vents cleaned out, the air conditioning vents. Next time I was there, these guys showed up. He was a technician and, uh, you know, a corporate guy. And, you know, they're like, you know, we're here to put in the nests, you know, and this and I'm like, no, I don't think so. And the technician was like, see, I told you, I've been here four times and this guy doesn't want this stuff in there. You know, and the guy's like, oh, okay, all right, well. 
let me go ahead and pull my truck out so you can go. And then, you know, I'm like, no, you can go too. Well, no, I need to do a report. I'm like, you can do it somewhere else then get off my property right now. And I thought that was the end of it. But then luckily, dude, I'm checking in on my dad one day and I see that, you know, these guys are in the damn kitchen with my dad. And luckily I have an intercom system put in there now. So I can sit there and listen and I can speak like a walkie talkie type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm listening and they're talking, well, you know, we got to come to some kind of resolution here. Resolution, you know, you signed this contract the other day. And I'm like, I hit the intercom thing. I was like, dad, dad, I want you to answer. Your, Cause I was trying to call him. He wasn't answering his damn phone. Yeah. I was like, dad, I want you. And as soon as he, that guy that was there with some lady heard that he was like, you know, looking around and he saw the, you know, the camera and he's like, oh uh, yeah, I think your son's talking to you on the camera. And he started the whole like a different, you know, feel to him at that point. So I called my dad up and, you know, he passed me over this guy and I'm like, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Jason with, you know, Maritai Solar and, you know, we're here to, I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. He goes, well, you know, your dad signed this contract. And so, you know, we got to, wow. I'm like, um, how much money do you want? Okay. What, how much do you want to go away? He goes, well, you know, this contract is for a you know, solar, uh, whatever for thirty thousand dollars. What thirty thousand dollars? I'm like, did you guys? How did you guys? You know, end up here? And I found out that it was a door to door salesman, basically that that talked my dad into this. I'm like, well, listen, oh dude, God. I have power of attorney. Okay, so um, no, email me and we'll take care of this. All right. And I didn't want to say any more with my dad there. You know, I didn't want to get him upset. He was already pretty upset about it because I think I messed up. I'm like, dad, you're fine. I'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. And I was like, are they still there? Well, yes, sir. We're, I didn't know. Like, please leave the house right now. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to see us out. I'm like, get out of the house right now. You know? And so, you know, this guy emails me and says, you know, please call me. And I was like, no, we're going to keep this all on email. Okay. And um, so he emails me, you know, if you can just send me that power of returning. So I did. And I said, look, you know, technically I own the house. All right. And you guys don't have a contract with me. So I'll pay you for whatever work you've already done. But I noticed when I was there, the air conditioning unit downstairs, you know, when I was there before, it was working okay. But now it's making a strange noise. It's not working right. So, you know, and the vents and the ductwork downstairs were not replaced properly for whatever you guys did down there. So you guys need to take care of that and you need to fix the air conditioning unit. Okay. And so then he sent it to their whatever department and then they got back in touch with him and I had to email him again, find out, you know, what the hell's going on. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't forward this to you. We're canceling the, uh, you know, the, the cancellation fee. You don't have to pay the cancellation. fee. I'm like, okay, but you still need to come back and fix, you know, the air conditioning. Well, you know, we didn't have anything to do with that. Well, it was working fine before you guys were there and now it isn't. So you guys need to take care of that as well as the vents, you know, they weren't replaced properly. And I was like, please make a list of everything you guys did, you know, before this was canceled. And they still have not sent me that list. So anyone that's listening out there, if you're a lawyer, you know, and you want to you want to do me a favor uh, and help me write a letter to them to get them to send that list or face consequences. I greatly appreciate that. Oh, you know, what? I should I should give all the Jeffrey Splan a call now to offset that. I have a quick good story because I know we're we are guests probably already ready to go, yeah, right? They're in, yeah, they're in the room. Okay, so when I was in Hawaii, I served for the first time ever, right? <clears throat> I got to meet, well, I got to hang out with, with Clyde this time, Clyde Icow. And he told me a story about how he and his brother, um, when they were out surfing, they would follow a turtle out to the outside 
and that's where they would get the good waves. So I did a, I sculpted a turtle before, but this one, I've got Clyde on that fin, Eddie on this one, and it says Ohana down the middle. It had that before, but down at the bottom, you see it says iCow. So um, I haven't, I'm going to send this to him uh, later on tonight because it's, you know, three hours back there. Well, and I'm going to, I'm actually going to print this out bigger and then, um, you know, make some castings of it and sell them to help, uh, you know, make money for the foundation. Because this year for the, uh, the, the tournament that happened, the Eddie actually finally happened, you know, since 2016, it hadn't happened. And they didn't have that much prize money, you know, because they didn't have any sports, you know, corporate sponsors or anything. So, you know, I want to try to help them raise some money so they got some good prize money for the surfers for the next day. Cool, man. Um, well, you know, Evan's a surfer, uh, our, our guest today. So, uh, you know, awesome. maybe, maybe uh, you know, we can talk to him about it too, man. But, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go ahead and bring uh, Ev- yeah. Evan and Maya on because, uh, like I said, they, they went with us to, uh, to Europe um what usually teach does but let me go on and bring them in oh the trade show yes in nuremberg Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. hey what's up guys hey uh, here we are what's up dude it's so awesome welcome to see back. you guys man welcome yeah welcome back to america i was just telling teeth that uh so basically wow. what happened was that normally teach uh, I always bring some artists to uh, our trade show in Europe that we have every other year, and you know, Tish couldn't make it this year. So, uh... to see you, how was your how was your trip to Nuremberg? Wait, I'm sorry. First of all, Maya, nice to meet you. You look lovely. Oh, thank you. How are you? How are you? How are you doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Getting back into the swing of things back here in LA. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. I almost feel like I have more culture shock coming back to LA <laughs> than like being over in Europe, you know, it was so fun. Okay. Well, well nice. let's first talk about Germany, man, because, uh, uh, you know, like teach every single time we go to Germany, actually, just like last time we, you know, uh, there's also a little bit of culture shock too, because, you know, in Germany, everything's very, they're very rigid in Germany, you know, you know, and, uh, I think, yes. you, you know, you guys experienced some of this. Oh, Jesus Christ. I need to tell you about, I didn't even tell you this, Teach. What happened, man? Anyways, I'm I'm transporting just people back and forth from the trade show. Long story uh, short, this kid is just riding into the crosswalk in a scooter, and he ends up hitting me, man. I didn't hit him. Okay, okay, at the end of the day, anyways, this kid. You know, you're in the car, or you were yeah, walking? I'm dri- no, I'm just driving straight green. Okay, and then all of a sudden, uh. long story, this kid just starts zooming through with the on a scooter it's probably only 11 years old or something like that man okay and all of a sudden oh, i just shit. yes man real yeah, when you said kid i wasn't expecting a literal kid i kind of thought you were just you know <laughs> no that's what i'm saying i was like because we're old because we're old james <laughs> damn it <laughs> that's true but no i mean no anyways what happened was i'm just driving straight green i'm just going straight long story i just feel this kid basically hit me on a scooter anyways uh i i totally was, was he like, okay what happened to him did you break him? He, he was he was fine he, he was fine, like i said <laughs> no, kids man they're resilient okay, okay. No, no, okay. shit knocked out on the next day they're gonna be fine okay no okay so so look what happened was i was obvious i was freaking i actually was one of the most scared moments of my life i, I thought dude this kid's dead i mean i thought for some reason yeah. i hit him you, you know what i mean he bounced off the fucking was he wearing car. a helmet is it 
Uh, no, he wasn't, man. So anyways, I immediately pull over and stop. And actually, so once I get out of the car, I took a deep breath. I I felt like everybody was going to point to me and be like, it was him. Like, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like yeah. when I got out of the car, nobody looked at me and everybody was just looking at the kid because apparently it was green. And then this kid was just he had a red, but he just went through the crosswalk. So the first lady had almost hit him already. She thought she hit him, actually. And, <laughs> you know, he was anyways. So the kid's fine. He had a broken leg, but at first, like you know, he didn't know he didn't know what was a going broken on. leg. Yeah, he had a broken leg, man. I mean, like, yeah. oh shit. The thing is, like, my tire he he hit me right at the above my tire. So I mean, the laws of physics, there's no way that I could have hit him. You, you know, I mean, from the side if I'm going straight, basically, right? right. So, anyways, <clears throat> the police questioned me. Like they they basically told me it's not my fault. You know, and, uh, you know, I had to stay there for a couple, you know, a little bit just to like, but that happened. Anyways, I realized that the international. Wait, science, you mean no one, no one was calling a lawyer or anything like that? I mean, like I said, they, they called the ambulance. The cops came. They picked that shit up. doesn't have, you know, I'm saying that because that shit doesn't happen over there. OK. Yeah. But I learned that the international yeah. sign for you want a cigarette is you point. And then you hold two fingers against your mouth, basically, because I needed <laughs> a cigarette right after. And I was like, <laughs> I don't speak German, but goddamn, I think you understand. I think you understand <laughs> this and this, okay? <laughs> so anyway, uh, so... He was like, yeah, you do. <laughs> so anyways, Germany, like I said, it, it was a challenge. But how did you guys, you know, Evan, I mean, it was both... It was your Wait, wait, have you guys been to Europe before? No, it was my first time going overseas. So... Ooh. What about you, Maya? I've I've been to Ireland, but I was like thirteen, and it that was like doesn't count. Grandma, okay, they speak so. English there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they speak English there, not very well. It's hard as hell to understand, especially if you're talking to someone. Well, no, Cockney is in uh, is in Eng England, I guess. But yeah. yeah, that doesn't really count. No, so you haven't been anywhere where they don't speak English. Oh, um, you did. I mean, I've traveled, but like a lot more like kind of tropical. It's my first she like big Europe. Trip. She went to Bali though for like a month. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, that was that was pretty wild. That was fun. We got to go like all over the island. But I've been wanting to go to Europe, and yeah, this was this was the first kind of the first time. Hell yeah! Like your first. Well, this is much time. different than Bali. In Bali, everyone's enjoying yeah. themselves. You know, it's a wonderful <laughs> place. It's beautiful and everything. Nuremberg, I think, is beautiful because of all the architecture and everything. You know, you're right yeah. there next to the castle and you get to see all this, you know, wonderful architecture. But, you know, people are working there and, you know, it's yeah. a completely different vibe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely different different than my typical, like, tropical vacay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was really fun. cool. I enjoyed it. I mean, we were only there for a, a few days, it seemed like. But uh, lots of flight delays and things we won't bore oh, yeah. anybody with, you know, um, people crazy. On strike. Right. That's yeah. common these days, you know, yeah. even just going to Destin, Florida, you know, there's always a delay or a cancellation or something like that. I just expect it at this point, you know. Well, it was like the the rail lines were striking and then also the airlines were striking. So it was cool <laughs> that we even made it at all. Yeah, we were like worried about like, you know, you heard about the protests in France, but like we didn't even know there were strikes going on like in Germany in the airport and stuff. But yeah, we found yeah, out. I'm horrible when it comes to stuff like that because my first reaction is, 
Don't you know I'm trying to get somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I don't care about your yeah, damn that. strike. I'm trying to get somewhere right. and you're getting in the goddamn way. <laughs> yeah. Just like Horrible. so concerned. Like yourself and your own, what you have going on, but it's like. I've never I, been here before and I'm yeah. trying to have a good time and, and, and think well of you guys and, you know, you're not making this easy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was funny too, because I was like, I'm down for the cause. Like, yeah, like the airlines just get away with doing whatever they want, you know? Yeah, they so can delay, like, delay you for like, you know, a day or whatever, you know, like <laughs> I teach yeah. them, I'm trying like, to get the, there, man. Jesus. The yeah. workers want to go on strike. I'm like, I'm with you, you know, but I also want to go to Germany and I want to <laughs> do this trip, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. So, what, uh, what time of day did you guys arrive in Germany? Uh, Early morning. I that was the like. crazy part, uh, like for me at least, like, because we basically had to get up at like 3.30 in the morning to go to LA and fly out like super early. And then, yeah. you know, like, had a couple, like, stops and stuff. And then we're finally, you know, we get to Nuremberg at, like, 6 in the morning or something. So it's like, I barely... you had to drive. You had to drive from Munich, right? Um, no, I think we oh, landed in Munich I and got, then got another... Yeah, we got some flights yeah. for uh, uh, just directly to Nuremberg, actually. So, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck, yeah. man? We had to drive last time, you know? We didn't really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> So you got there. You got there early in the morning. What was your first um, your first food experience? Oh, I think for me it was uh, the crazy like cafeteria thing at the um, convention center. Yeah, or, he, he got he got a currywurst. Oh, well, yeah, he went directly to the show and got a currywurst. Yeah, yeah. The, I'll see if I can pull it up right now. <laughs> it's but a it really was, funny picture. It, it, I love it. That was definitely. I'm like, all right, like this is Culinary it. German highlights. cafeteria food. <laughs> Is something, something yeah. else. Hope we did get out. Really great. <laughs> you guys got lucky, okay? When I went there, um, I actually got there. Uh, it was actually on my birthday. It was March 18th. And That's my birthday. That's what? my birthday. <laughs> birthday twin. You're cool. I knew I liked you for some reason already. Um, That's crazy. How cool is that? <laughs> That's pretty damn cool. So check this out. We arrived on March 18th. We get there in the evening, and we were late because my flight was delayed. And um, when we get there, they had made reservations at this restaurant, really cool restaurant, like all these cool little handmade crafts all over the restaurant and everything. And they brought us in and sat us down and, you know, ordered a beer and, you know, the food was going to be coming. I was like, okay, you know, getting ready for my first, you know, meal situation here. Not long after that, I didn't even get my damn beer, mind you. The waiter comes up and he's like, um, I'm sorry, but uh, you guys have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what are you kidding what? me dude we got like a table of you know there's two tables actually i think there's like eight people there i'm like yeah. dude you know we're, we're ready to order some food and make you guys some money here what are you crazy or something like that he goes well you know your reservation was from this time to this time and it's already this time so you guys got to go it's i'm like you the have restaurant got was to closing be that's crazy kidding me <laughs> you've got to be fucking kidding me can i just get yeah. something before i go because i'm hungry i'm a hungry motherfucker right now you know Right. No, no, sir. Get the fuck out right now. <laughs> you really gotta like. And so yeah, do the timing right over there, which we're totally they're very strict. They're right. very strict over there in Germany. You know, my wife is actually German, so I'm I'm very familiar with with how they you know they're very rigid, in, which I I appreciate. Yeah. I really do appreciate. What's that? <laughs> the curry yeah. worst that Evan had, just like you know. Oh yes. 
There you go. That's a typical German <laughs> meal right there. You got the sausage, you got the fries, you know. You know, we, we we were the ones that thought about putting things in buns, though. You, you know what I mean? We're like, you know what? We can't, <laughs> we can't eat this with a with a fork and knife, man. We just got to put this hot dog in a bun. Like, yeah, you know, we need more carbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're on the go. We're Americans. We got to work in the factory, so we got to eat this shit on the go. You, you know, I think that's how. What did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think of the of the trade show? Huge, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was it was a very interesting place to be, like painting at. You know? Oh. Oh, okay. I see you oh, set cool. up here. Nice. That's the first day. Oh wow. Nice, nice piece, dude. And this is the very cool. Day. Thank you. Yeah, nice. it, was, it was so I was so delirious because I didn't sleep on basically all night and then just went straight to like the art store and then yeah, he was a straight to the show. We went and straight to Bosner. So like such a surreal experience, like for you to be like whipping out spray paint in the middle of the <laughs> trade show. Everyone in suits and stuff. And like, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. cool. I was like, wow, this is a surreal experience. You know, it was So fun. James, they didn't give any, any, no problems with the spray paint again, huh? Well, Nothing uh, at all. In, in Europe, they don't have an issue with it. It was in China <laughs> that, uh, well, you guys were telling me when we were in Europe, like, dude, when you go to China, there's going to be no problems at all, man. You can spray paint this and the other. When we got to Shanghai, oh, no, 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 no. Because they said that that spray can, you know, if you just light that, you know, with a, with a lighter, all of a sudden you got a weapon there. So, no, you can't spray paint inside. I'm just like, I was so, you know, just surprised by that. But then we just got a bunch um, of water-based stuff. And, uh, it, yeah, uh, yeah, you, know. you always got that. I mean, that was like one of our big takeaways is just how – like appreciative they are of like graffiti and spray paint and that whole culture because we're so used to it being like just kind of demonized or like just not always held in the highest regard and like everywhere we went they'd have like a graffiti egg like encased in glass as an installation or like at the train a, station at the nice. train station and like one of the hotels had like a big giant spray can with art all around it like just kind of like they kind of uh, appreciate it more as an art form I yeah, think it's cool. Then, oh, maybe it's just the LA. And when you think about thing, it too, but... like uh, Montana spray paint, like the biggest spray paint company in the world, like is made made in Germany. It's a German brand, you know. Like, well, no, actually, actually, there's there's, there's two. two. There's MTN. There's the Spanish. Is in, yeah. um, they're the ones that originated it. Okay. The and one? then the yes, the Spanish oh, guys. Okay. okay. And then it. Montana Colors, you know, are these the Germans who kind of, you know, took the name and did their own thing with it. So oh, funny. just F FYI. Yeah. But, um, you know, Germany, dude, they've been around a hell of a lot longer than the United States. You know, they've been there, they've done that. And they're like, look, you, you can't ruin us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. knock your fucking self out. <laughs> Go for it. Well, Whereas here in America, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, also, the whole train ride was like a graffiti tour for this guy. He's just like, yeah. yeah, I loved it so much. Yeah, like just the amount. <laughs> There's just so much graffiti. Like no matter what small town you're going through, like the whole train line has pieces. Okay, we were talking, Evan, and we were saying that, you know, in L.A., you can just tell that somebody with no can control, some like teenager just went up and just started doing some <laughs> shit. When you go to Europe, the throwies are like, damn these take skill man these aren't yeah. just like yeah. nobody's 
right? Would you agree? Uh, like I said, they've been doing it a hell of a lot longer, you know? And they're yeah. also, I think, more accepting, you know, the guys there are, you know, they're like, okay, yeah. this guy's getting started. Let me, let me help him out, you know? You know, you, whereas yeah, in, in America, like, you fucking toy, bitch. Yeah. Don't you getting up next to me, motherfucker, you know? It's a lot more aggro. What, what crew are you with? You're not with the MSK or the AWR or the LTS or the, you know, <laughs> KOG? You need to get the fuck out of here then. How dare you yeah. do a piece above mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, story. just like, yeah, you're right. We'll Very get into that. Attitude. You, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Things like that, right? So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to hear more of your reflections, man. So, like, you know, riding through Germany on the train and then, uh, uh, like, you know, it was – how how did you feel, man? I mean, after the show. It, it was great, man. It was just, like, so exciting, you know? Like, it was just, like, such an adventure. Like, for us, you know, just to, like, take the train to Paris and then, like, really just – I knew I wanted to paint a little oh, bit. Oh, nice. Oh, so you guys went to other places other than Germany. Yeah, we're – yeah, we were like, where all did you go? Where all did you go? Yeah. So we just went to Paris um, and we just decided like the, the next like week or whatever to just to, just to Paris. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we went to uh, Montmartre and climbed all the way up to the top. Um, so just the view of the entire city from up there. We did like a little bit of the touristy stuff, but mostly just kind of wanted to get a feel for the city. And it was, nice. yeah. And I was really looking forward to the train. It was crazy because we there were like three different trains and we were like running through Mannheim station because like one got delayed and I, I had to like flag this woman down and ask her. And she's like, oh, you're looking for 17. And I see that we're standing by the number three. So he and I are like booking it with like that's, four. That's a bit away. Go. Yeah. That's and then the doors farther closed. away. Yeah, <laughs> and we like hit the button and the doors back open. Oh, like, oh, oh my god, we made it! But just it was like so gorgeous, and I don't know the yeah. architecture of everywhere we went. It's just it's really incredible because like I don't know. I talk about it a lot. We have a lot of great architecture here in LA, but everything is so mismatched and different and spread apart. There's yeah. not like you go other places and there's more of a feel of the city and they have kind of the same, even like foliage, the same kind of trees. And it gives it that vibe where like here, it'll just be like mid century modern next to like this kind of next to like an old dilapidated. It just is so like Mediterranean mystical. Spanish chaotic. modern. Yeah. It's so chaotic. It kind of reflects how chaotic the city is, but like when you go to other places like Germany and over like in France, like it's just ah, the architecture alone is just so incredible. And like it's you like, said, they've been around for like so long, you know, like these places. I was just going to say something about that. I remember being in Germany and I was actually with my wife in Frankfurt. And I remember walking by this one place and I, and I looked up and I was like, that address does not match this spot. What the hell? 1604? <laughs> and my wife's like, that's when it was built. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Old building. wow okay I, I, okay yeah that makes sense now because there's another 16 right over there you know and uh, okay and it's still there and it probably still looks great like the building probably still looks like in good condition I'd... that's because they built it to last yeah you know? they're not like in america we're like well we don't want to make anything last too long because we want them to yeah. buy more stuff to fix it <laughs> right 
throughout the, the, the walls are like three yeah. feet thick, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that you mentioned is that the, the, the pace of life and hours opening, right? I had, I was in Spain like the next week. And these, Jesus Christ, man. I, I, I'm normally Siesta. pretty flexible. Okay. But these guys <laughs> open from 12 to 3 and then 8 to 11. Okay, oh so I'm, I'm waking up in the morning. I mean, like, not no. every day, only if they feel like it. It's not a consistent <laughs> yeah. fucking thing. If they feel like taking yeah. a longer siesta, or maybe they don't even open up in the morning that day. It's like, yeah. I, I wake up at, you know, 8 a.m. I think I'm waking up late at like 8, 9, you know, but the point is, there's, you know, there's barely any, you know, I want a hearty American breakfast. It's tough to find there's that. There's nothing Europe, open you, there. You know, I mean, the only place you can find <laughs> is like, a, you know, an English breakfast place, maybe. They, then you'll get some like, a big food or McDonald's. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't get an egg McMuffin (laughs) in Europe though. They don't got egg McMuffin in Europe, right? You You got to do the the European breakfast is like a cigarette and espresso and like a piece of like chocolate or something. Yeah. (laughs) Or a croissant. croissant. Do do either of you speak French? Do either of you speak French? Uh, We just like practice. Je n'ai pas any German? Pas. You speak any oh, German? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Guten Morgen. That is the toilet. That's what she wears. <laughs> He's like, you're gonna, everybody's gonna. Yeah, genau. Das ist richtig. She, yeah, she's sure. vegan, so she knew she might have some trouble in Germany. Oh, oh my god. You poor so thing. To make sure she knew what about shit. Thankfully, no, I, I eat. <laughs> I eat cheese. Otherwise, I would have been oh, totally true. screwed in yeah. both, both places, to be perfectly honest. Because, like, I know. The- <laughs> I was just like cheese balls. So I'm like, if I didn't eat cheese, I'd be like, but you'd be just eating you know, potatoes. potatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I eat a lot of potatoes. Potatoes are good. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you. Okay. So the first day you're there in Nuremberg, right? Um, you said you got there and you went straight to the show and everything. After the show, after you got home and you're ready to go to bed, right? You're ready to go to sleep the first night. Mm-hmm. What was that like? I was he so tired. Out. Like, I just fell right asleep. It was just, I don't know. All I remember was just being What about asleep. you, Maya? <laughs> oh, I was out that whole day. I felt bad. I I didn't even go to the trade show the oh, first Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> oh! No. How I'm... supportive. <laughs> I know. What? I hung out the so whole, went... whole next day. Yeah, she hung out. <laughs> you know, it, you know, no. Evan was a real trooper, man. Really, like I he said, know. He, got, he got off the plane, went to Bosner's, and then he was like, "This is overwhelming. I'm just supposed to think about." <laughs> it's so much pain. I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, like, even Teach, even Teach was like, "What the fuck is this store?" When we went to the German, German art store, right, Teach? Yeah, yeah. And the grouping of things didn't make fucking sense to me either. Why is this shit over here and this, this other shit? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. It's just, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> that's so much pain. It was just like, I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the location, the location of the place, right? You're like, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, why did you bring me to an industrial area? What the yeah. fuck are we doing here? <laughs> and oh, the thing, oh, here's this. Yeah. Wow. Right? <laughs> the funny thing, too, was that like we we're getting a bunch of stuff and we're like, oh, we need like a cart, you know? And James yeah, went shopping to shopping cart, yes. But we didn't have any like euros, like any change or whatever, because you need like change to get one. You have to like Rent- pay. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you can so give you anything. We're dude. just like hauling like a few things at a time through all the way through the store, like just back and forth, back and forth. Like it was so stupid. <laughs> no one gave like, a shit. Yeah. They're like, whatever. That's funny. In America, they're not afraid they- to get a little exercise. They yeah. will walk your fucking ass off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're like, what? You want to take a taxi? Why don't you just fucking walk? It's not far. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's like two miles. So? That's how you can yeah. eat all those sausages and french fries and bread because you're walking miles and miles a day. Over here, we like do health food, but then we sit in our freaking car to do right. everything. So it's like. Did you see? <laughs> did you see any fat people over there? I was just thinking that. No, not really. Yeah. Maybe one. <laughs> yeah. Like, they like to drink. They like to eat. Like, you know? But yeah, yeah, but I no. guarantee you that fat person was healthy and was walking around more than most healthy people here. Yeah. Yeah. It's- <laughs> There's a lot to think about, you know? Well, the thing is, like, I think the city planning is a big thing, right? You know, how the cities laid out are laid out in Europe. It's just more walking friendly. Like, you know, we have suburbs yes. here, which are just huge, like kind of like <clears throat> living areas and everybody likes their personal space. So, you know, we got these neighborhoods all up in the mountains. Right. So it's like, you know, it's just a little bit different. Like, like I said, but this honestly, this time was one of the first times I went to Europe. And uh, um, like I said, I actually drove from north of Spain all the way down to the south of Spain. And wow. uh, I went to. Damn, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah it, it was a really awesome experience. I Must be nice kids. not to have any fucking kids, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but <clears throat> it was, it was G- Gibraltar, man. Do you know where? Have you heard of Gibraltar? Gibraltar is like this UK. Gibraltar? Like, I've heard of Gibraltar. Yeah, Gibraltar. Sorry, <laughs> I, have, I have something in my mouth. Um, but uh, Gibraltar. Yeah, it's like this little peninsula uh, in the south of Spain that's actually owned by the UK. So you actually have to, you can walk right over, but you have to show your passport, basically. And they got to stamp it and everything. So the thing is that um, this is the only place that they have monkeys in Europe, man. And uh, it, oh, that was so cool. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome. Man. The crazy wow. thing is, like, normally you can just, like, we can't see monkeys, like, that close. I mean, I saw a monkey jump on a lady right <laughs> when, the, you know, right when they got there, man. Okay, you know? <laughs> And then, like, they're. You I was know, just gonna say, dude, monkeys can fuck you up. Yeah, they'll no, like yeah. eat your face. Exactly. There, there's a. Okay, so I have like this. Uh, there, there's a image. Basically, they they post that says, uh, "Hey, if you feed the monkey, it's a four thousand pound fine." <laughs> you know, and they use pounds there instead of uh, uh right here, right? Yeah, because they're English, right? Let me see here. Because they know that the the. Dude, that's a fucking gorilla. That's not a monkey. <laughs> so it was like this awesome sight because it's like you can oversee wow, the island that's top nice. of the hill and you see that monkey uh, sitting right there, right? So Oh, he's chilling out on the stairs. <laughs> these guys, yeah, Such I mean huge. They're they're big, man. They're, oh. they're really big. And the thing is, like, they're right there. There's no like glass i, I was just like, okay it's not a fucking yeah. zoo right I, honestly i was like damn dude i don't want to have to fuck up a monkey dude. it's not like i was like, really like afraid you're not gonna fuck like... a monkey up dude <laughs> well no let me tell you the story though because like there's big monkeys there's small monkeys they're 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 not like they're, they weren't like chimps you know i mean they were like monkeys so they're Ooh, like chimpanzees yes they're like they're... half your size they, they you know but so anyways the, the monkey jumped on this one lady's back and she started screaming and oh then, God. so the husband pushed off the monkey from this lady's back, 
and then the husband monkey came over and bit the the husband man in the oh, arm. Shit. like you know what i mean it was like i was like dude this guy might need to get a rabies shot but apparently it happens like yeah all, all the time man anyways i have a video on my instagram if you want to watch <laughs> it uh i was free like i was like saw the monkey coming a video of me. what uh, <laughs> of the lady actually i have the audio of the lady getting, uh, her back jumped on okay oh uh, hey let me see if i can play it monkey fight. <gasps> a monkey fight <laughs> shit <laughs> A monkey family versus a human family. Okay, so that's her jumping on the back. But anyways, I mean, um, I saw this monkey coming towards me. Basically, I was just filming this monkey, and then it started coming towards me, and I only to realize this door's locked. Fuck. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like a classic horror film right there. No, I mean, <laughs> So you want to check out that funny video, man, you can go on my Instagram, dude. But anyways, I was just like, honestly, I was just like, oh, man, I really don't want to have to hurt a monkey, dude. Like, because you know I, mean? I saw this guy like manhandle it, but he got him back, dude. He bit him in the arm, man. Like, but anyway, yeah, so that was the Did he draw blood? Did you see if there's any other blood? No, I don't. There was no there was no blood. But I mean, like, it was like, you want to fuck with my wife or my lady, dude? Like, I'm going to fuck you up, man. Yeah. Like, like, it's you... on. Wow. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> The only monkeys in Europe, apparently Winston Churchill, uh, there was only seven monkeys left during World War II. And then like uh, they, the legend has it that the monkeys basically told the British that the Spanish were invading, uh, trying to take over that peninsula again. And that's why they saved it. So the legend goes that as long as there's monkeys in Gibraltar, uh, the British will always be there. So during World War II, there was only seven. I'm sorry. Monkeys. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah. You said that the that's the legend man because it's like why does this little part of spain oh, belong okay. to to uk and apparently <laughs> when they were about to attack in like the 1700s or some shit like that the monkeys alerted the people that they were attacking and that's why they were prepared for the attack but anyways wow that's pretty II, fucking cool during world war ii there was only seven monkeys left so winston churchill actually imported a bunch of monkeys from africa onto that island onto that mountain so the british uh you know will always remain there basically right but they also had like a vote recently to see if they wanted to go back to spain and like none of them wanted to go back to spain so uh you know wait the monkeys (laughs) (laughs) who conducted the vote (laughs) i mean if if you go to the if you go to the little part of gibraltar (laughs) (laughs) no but i was just watching them and you know I've never really watched monkeys that close before. I mean, dude, they have expressions. I mean, they seem like they're bored. I, I like yeah. videotaped this monkey just <laughs> picking bugs out of his crotch for like, you, you know, it, <laughs> he was just like doing this for like. He's like, I, bro, I, I, I don't, I don't know how long. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, dude, like, did he like, eat them? He ate them. No, he didn't he eat ate the bugs though, right? He didn't eat them. He didn't. He <laughs> wasn't eating them. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's actually, a waste of protein right there. <laughs> They were just like kind of cleaning each other too, like picking the oh, bugs out it's of so each funny. other. Like, you know what I mean? It was like really interesting. I fe- I really felt like they were like the masters of the mountain and we were kind of just like the pests, actually. You, you know what I mean? Like Dude, yeah. other- I, I fully believe that a lot of times they are more civilized than, than we are. Dude, I mean, like I said, it <laughs> sure you know, yeah. I feel like they had their own system going on and uh I don't know. I just never been around monkeys that close, man. And it's like you. Yeah, they don't have to deal with fucking AK forty sevens. 
<laughs> right? Unless it's from humans, right? Jesus Christ, man. But um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. man. So I mean, <laughs> going back to the hours, Spain was really tough for me. Was it like that for you guys for France? And in, in terms of like some of the hours that things were open, or we got a nine-hour difference, you know, between here bit. and there. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's mostly just when things open and close and like a lot of um the places they don't i don't know if it's just like the turnover of restaurants so so crazy in some of these places but like we'd go and look something up and then walk a mile to it and it wouldn't exist anymore which oh. was kind of wild so it was like either it was like closed or it didn't exist <laughs> well, you was... know, in paris the thing is like for me my experience was like and that happened to me a lot of times too but it's like you can just walk into any like restaurant yeah there's something right down the corner anyway yeah. like for, you were looking for vegan easier. food huh and then you're like i, gave, I, mean, it a little I was like yeah. i was like you know what because we'd find something and we'd be like oh this actually okay. looks really good they have some I mean, good I mean, options for her and we'd get excited <laughs> and we'd walk there and then it would like not exist anymore like okay let's go to this people place. in general were they were they nice to you were they you know welcoming were they so nice i feel like they were actually yeah, yeah I, I had a really good experience in uh france too i mean what about the street art man i mean obviously like you know uh how did you i mean you know a lot of good graph like for me like paris was just like fuck there's so much good street art here man right yeah we saw like so for much sure. of uh obviously space invader because he's like everywhere on yeah. every and I feel like yeah. he influenced a lot of the city because other people would go and kind of like stick things onto the buildings too. Like yep, a lot of the places, it, right? like, really cool. Yeah, a lot. I saw a lot of people like sticking things, like whether it's wood cuts or like whatever, and then just regular graffiti. It was like a lot of those two things. I went to uh, Lisbon also on this past trip, and the street art there scene was fire, man. I was just like. Uh, wow. I mean, I don't, I don't, to be honest, I, a lot of these artists, I, I didn't really know that well. Um, here, here, here's like a really big, just like, that's like a 3D yeah. thing going on wow. there. You, that's you awesome. I mean? Oh, so, wow. Just like a lot of cool, a lot of cool tiling too, that I felt like, uh, I just want to share this artist, uh, to Orango, basically, yeah. you know, super cool Ooh. tile stuff in, yeah. um, in, uh, uh, Orango's. Uh, Point seventy five is the name, but uh, yeah, a lot of just I'm just like man, European street art is so fire, man. Like yeah, yeah I I like, love yeah. To me, like, it was so like inspiring to be there because I was just like, I wish it could be a little bit more like this back home, you know, where it's just like a little more because when it's a little more accepted and it's like yeah, it's still like illegal and you you know and all that, but it's just not like to the level that it is in the states, like. When you're worried, well, it's about like I said, you know, they're they're not worried that you're gonna, you know, ruin anything over there. You know, they're like, knock yourself out. Oh, well, I got we, a question uh, for you. Speaking of, we had um one woman. We were uh, we went into the train tunnel, like the overgrown. Oh yeah, we found the, the old train, the old train line that used to go through uh, Paris. That's been abandoned for like I don't know for a long time now, and it's all overgrown and stuff. Oh and man big tunnel oh. and there's a bunch you can paint in there and everything. it was gorgeous we gotta find a photo of that um, feel, yeah, like, our last day nice. our last day there we were staying kind of closer to it so we um took an uber and found like how do you you know get in there and we Did went in dangerous uh evan or you know because you're saying that you know the scene in la is so violent and there's an element of danger did it feel like 
Um, not, not really. I didn't think so. But just when we first were walking up to the tunnel, there was a very sweet woman who came out of, uh, it was kind of like, um, like a little storage shed that she had converted into a garden. And she was like, just to Aww. let you this is um, actually forbidden to go into here, but people still do it. So just wanted to let you know. And I was like, that was like the most polite security guard yeah. I've ever. That's like, so sweet. <laughs> it's like technically it's trespassing, but like if you want to go, you can go. go like no it. one cares. <laughs> she did lock us in, but other than that, it was great. <laughs> we came back and thankfully... There was like we, we were able to hop the fence. Yeah, it was like a little fence, but, but at first there's like big doors that close you into the tunnel, and that was a little scary when we were like far away. I was like, we're, "Are we locked in the tunnel? Because I don't think I can scale up this thing." That would have been bad. I'll find a picture. <laughs> and she's like, "Sure, you can go in and everything. Now I'm gonna lock you in." <laughs> yeah. Never, never. I actually never <laughs> thought about that in LA. Like, if you're like going under tunnels and painting those. Is there like a risk of getting locked down there and like getting fucked? Like, not so much because I grew up painting in tunnels and stuff in Simi Valley, and um, it was more just like um, there'd be water down there sometimes. Like with all the floods happening, like you just would have to be careful that you don't go into a tunnel that has a bunch of water rushing through. But you wouldn't get stuck in one, okay? Because none of them have like, or some of them might, but. I don't know. I just imagine like there's. Oh, you know what? Another thing bodies. you don't have to worry about so much over there is guns. You know, like yeah. we have yeah. more guns than we have people here in the United States, right? And yeah. that's like one of your biggest worries if you're getting up somewhere that some gangster is going to come up with a damn gun. Whereas yeah. over there, you know, Gang you might get stabbed or something, but you're more than likely <laughs> not going to get shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. lady didn't seem like she had any weapons. She was. She was like tending to her garden. I was like, the only time that <laughs> I guarantee you, she has a couple of knives. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, she, she probably. I mean, she is right next to the tunnel. So. The only, the only time that I almost got in like a little trouble with someone um, was when we oh, found. Good. I was going to ask that. Yeah, we found this like swap meet, kind of this crazy like swap meet that was going on behind where we were staying. The eighteenth. Um. Yeah, and, it, and from the outside, it looked crazy because there was just people on the street selling, like, random shit. And we're like, what's going on over there? But if you walk farther in, it's, like, basically where everyone in Paris gets their, like, track suits and their, like, Nikes and their North Face puffers and stuff. It's all just, like, tons of clothes. Streetwear like, mecca. But, and, like, outskirts more, like, swap meet flea market with, like, really cool vinyl booths and... Like really, really cool. cool vintage stuff. But then when you go in deeper, it's like that was the streetwear zone. And it was like in an old building that had graffiti and a bunch of like murals all in it. So he was kind of more just like trying to show the scene. Yeah, I was and like, walked wow, this is really filming. cool. I was like, just kind of like, I'm going to document this. You know? Ooh, shit. There. Yeah. Ooh. They're reselling shit. It's like some of it might be knockoffs or they're getting it in ways that aren't maybe legal or you know whatever right we weren't really thinking about yeah, that like and this we'll be guy, fucking filming this dude this, he yeah. was very mad he, he came was... up to me and just was speaking french and like yelling at me and i was just like Je ne comprends pas. and he's like photo video what are you filming <laughs> yeah one of the things i learned how to say in french because you look that... a little bit like a cop <laughs> yeah exactly right? i was like dude i'm gonna rat you out bro you're selling these fucking north face <laughs> no but and then and then um I told him I don't understand yeah, I, French. 
That did come in. And hand. some other guy came over and was like, oh, he wants you to like, he wants to see what you uh, were recording. So I showed him and then he was just like all pissed. And he's like, he wants you to delete, you know, what you did. Like he wants you to delete your photos or whatever. He's like, man, I was like, oh, I don't that's really the safest. And he doesn't like the photos. Just get rid of it. I was like, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Go I was like, I, I, I know what you guys <laughs> got going on. Like, no, no worries. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing you can ever say is I don't speak French, you know, because yep. you start right. speaking some French and you're doing that shit, then they're going to be like, oh. Yeah, he's oh. yelling at me in French. I'm like, je ne pas pas français. <laughs> and he's like, that's it. Yeah. Don't even say that, dude. Don't even say that. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, you do know some French. It's like <laughs> someone saying, yeah, I don't speak English. You just fucking did. You know? <laughs> oh, wait. One last question oh, about no. that, the whole like traveling experience. Um, when you were going through, uh, customs, right. What was it like going into Germany? Um, oh, what, do you remember? I was a little delirious at that point, but you they... had like markers and stuff. You I were just like a little more like, and... oh, I wonder if they're going to, I don't think, I think it was pretty easy. I don't, oh no. Oh, I remember. Oh, <laughs> I remember they asked. They, for me, it was pretty easy. They're like, why are you here? Whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm just like visiting a friend. They're like, all right, like have fun, you know? I'm like, oh, thanks. And then they asked her, well, they asked you if you're in the- Oh, they asked me if I was in the military, but I was like really delirious at that point. And my mom's name is Terry. And so for some weird reason, I thought like, I was like, do I have my mom's passport? Like, and so I couldn't answer the guy. I was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just like military. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because I look like I'm in the military. My point is, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> my my point there is that, um, yeah, when you're going into Germany, they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? They're like, you can't fuck us up. You know, we're not worried about anything. Bring in whatever the fuck you want. But when you're coming back into the United States, it's a different story, isn't it? Yeah. They're they're pretty strict, man. It's like you're going through like fucking some military checkpoint whenever you come back in the U.S., man. Like you know, you know, what I mean, Especially yeah. And you got guys with guns standing around and everything, and you're like, oh no, man, I just I just want to come back. You know, I just want to come back. You have anything man, that you want? We don't want you to fuck us up over here. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> over there, they're like, dude, we've been here forever. We're gonna be here forever. There's nothing yeah. that you can do that's gonna fuck us up. Yeah. Come on in and knock yourself <laughs> out. It's funny because America like is almost like an insecure dude who's like, I need all the guns. I need all. I know I'm gonna project my <laughs> toughness. Where it's like Europe and Germany are like, we don't like. We're secure. Like we know. Like we've yeah. been through. It, you know? I don't have as many. Dude, they've been around a fuckload longer than we have, and they'll probably be around a fuckload longer after we fuck ourselves up. <laughs> well, hey. So tell me, tell me. Okay, we're running out. We're actually already out of time, but we're gonna keep going. Uh. But uh, look, okay. Tell me about this mural you painted, man. How did you get it painted? Did you guys like meet up somebody, or did you you did a um, oh, dolly? Nice. I did. I very I did, cool, man. I hit some people up beforehand, but they didn't get back to me till like I got home, which was funny. But but basically, I researched some spots like to paint um, out there. And, um, he did good on his research because he found that really cool tunnel, and then he found this spot where we could get like the best footage from across the river, and like it was such yeah. a it was a really nice spot. It's like right by the canal, and it was like took us twenty minutes on the train to get there, and got a bunch of paint at a local store, and um, 
yeah, we just went over there and I just did a piece in like four hours or something. And I, it was just fun. Yeah. It was nice. a legal, it was like a, like a, not like a legal wall, but like a wall that like they don't care about. Like you can basically go paint. Like a paint there's paint. lots of those. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a just, lot it was, more than over here. Right. Do we even have a it's space just, like that, yeah. that you're, you can just go do, I mean, aside from a Santi public gallery, that's just. It was one of the things I kept thinking about as I was like, if they had more like spaces for that, like maybe it wouldn't, I don't know. I just, no, there, there'd be gangs parked in front of each wall there and then just like <laughs> hanging out fighting each other all day that's america <laughs> you know in france like you can go to the tillery gardens and there's these nice green chairs you can sit on i was always yeah. saying i'm like dude if it was america somebody would be trying to take that shit home like you know <laughs> it's just like we're just i don't know man like yeah. it's a souvenir well, <laughs> i know it's like exactly man think of how big la is and like the history of graffiti here and everything and it's like you have the venice walls which are just like the oh, tiniest yeah. little like shit walls compared to what venice used to have like in the pavilion and everything that got torn down yeah and it's like out of all of la that's what we have you know it's like i don't know that's true venice is well the here's the problem here's the problem here in la and, and probably other places in america um if you're a, a a store owner or a property owner and someone puts uh any kind of you know street art or graffiti on your wall you have to remove it within a certain amount of time, otherwise you get fined by the city. Oh, I didn't so know that's that. That's problem. Yeah. They don't have that sure. over there. That's probably why Lynn Yeah, they don't they don't they don't buff things the way that like our city buffs stuff. Yeah, here. because it's they're like, not getting fined by the city, you know? It's ridiculous. I actually saw something today it's like that simple. There's like a construction zone tarp, you know, just like this big blue tarp because they're building, you know, doing construction. And it was all grilled with like throw ups and stuff for a while. And then I just drove by it and it, they buffed the whole tarp. And I'm like, what a waste <laughs> of money. This tarp is going to be gone. People are going to paint it tonight. It's just like so pointless. Like the why? Symbolism. Like we just like have <laughs> that tarp's going to be, it's going to be like an inch thick from fucking paint. Yeah, yeah, like why? Like, but it. it's it's like I said, no, it's it's that simple because the city will fine you for each day that you don't clean your shit up. That's it. It's crazy, and it's like, yeah. But I <laughs> what does say, man? I think I think in Europe their throwies are a lot cleaner, man. And when I see clean throwies, I'm happy. When I see shitty throwies like around LA, man, I'm like motherfuckers, man. We at least make it nice if you're gonna do it. You, you know what I mean? So. I, I understand that, but you know what? I don't mind so much because you got to start somewhere, you know, and you got to get up somewhere. And you got to start, and and you know, if you're getting started and you're and you're you know not quite that good, you call the toy. Hey, that's okay. Keep going, yeah. okay? Because someday you're gonna be a fuckload better, and you're gonna see someone else who's not so good, Aww. you know. And hopefully that's you're nice. Fun. Hopefully you're nice, and you reach out and you say, hey, you know what? I sucked some. You know, when I first got started, I sucked. You know, and, um, you know, I, I wish someone would have reached out and helped me out. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I, I don't. That's why. I'm James. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying sometimes I'm just like, bro, that was a nice thing. And you ruined it. <laughs> it's not like you're showing me your skills or anything. You know what I mean? I see a lot of it trying to ruin. Well, shit. now, if they do it over something, if they try to do a throwaway over something, that's already nice. Yeah. It's like, OK, look, dude, 
if you're going to get started and you're not that good, don't be going over something yeah. that's better than you. Okay. There's plenty of fucking places, plenty of fucking yeah, walls in the city that you don't yeah, have to go over anybody. Go on, yeah. And if you if see an MSK or an AWR or, a, you know, KOG or an LTS or RTH or any of these, you know, initials, don't you go anywhere near them. them. You have to learn the crews. Like, Learn who's been here before you. Learn who's been doing it right and who is like, you know, who are the people that you should look up to and don't do some dumb shit over their shit. And, and maybe not like <laughs> and you'll be all right. legendary yes. that have been here for like 20 years. Maybe not. Yeah, I, I don't know how many times yeah. I've seen like the Ken Twitchells underneath the freeways get, get tagged. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a certain, yeah. it's, it didn't always used to be like that. It just keeps getting more and more crazy. I feel like there was like at least like a little bit of basic respect for a lot of the murals, well, I, but it's all like yeah. now. And you know so, why? You know why? Instagram, TikTok. Mm. You know, oh, that's it. One, one thing I noticed every single time normally I go to Europe, I usually see that the younger kids have like a cooler fashion, basically like a, maybe ahead a few months or whatever. The kids, got, everybody. Yeah. No, but now like people don't walk around no. there in fucking sweats no, and, now, and a t-shirt. But now they wear the something judge, nice and they walk, you know, with fucking pride. Right. Yeah, but now because of TikTok, I feel like all the young kids they dress the same, man. They all dress like, uh, you you know, like the big t-shirts and then like uh, like gangsters. Know. They want to be gangsters. I, I guess, I guess, you know, I, I remember those days when, when, when every dude, my kids are the same fucking way. They're only 12 years old. And they're already well and wearing baggy shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, but it's like, it's so much more comfy. Baggy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And it's baggy, cooling. but cutoffs now, like they were smarter than us. Our, our like Jinko jeans <laughs> would, would like drag in the rain. Yeah. Theirs that's are, true. Theirs are like cut off at the ankle. That so was they're... the style at yeah. the time. You know, if you, if your shit was up, you're, you're walking in floods. You know, what do you fucking walk in? You flood around here or some shit? You know what? Did you have a mullet? Yeah, I'm just curious. Fuck yes, I did. Dude, I grew up in Destin, Florida, the Redneck Riviera of the United States, man. If you didn't have a mullet, you're getting your ass kicked. Come on, you gotta have a mullet. (laughs) I just had a mullet. Teach, okay. So last thing I wanted to kind of just talk about to promote before we we sign off, man, um, is that Teach's book is out. Can, you gotta explain to me oh, this wow. picture right here of you uh, dressed in like, <laughs> Komodo and uh, it's doing graffiti, man. What what's going on here, bro? Because uh, like I said, okay, I all, I on Amazon. Say, all I can say is the right amount of magical mushrooms can be a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I get it. Beautiful. I get it. Anyway, <laughs> Uh, this book is really awesome, man. Um, you know, this thanks, bro. This particular one's going out to uh, uh, our patron Tamara, basically, who's been supporting us. Thank you so much. Uh, you can always join our thanks, Instagram. Tamara. Love you. Yeah, Instagram and uh, and your husband and your daughter. You guys yeah. are all fucking awesome. Son, Love you, uh, Oscar. <laughs> Shout out to Oscar. But anyways, um, yeah, man. Who so, did I get them mixed up with? Oh no yeah, worries. that's right. But we we appreciate we appreciate you. Um. Last Oscar, love say, you too, dude. Uh, uh, Maya, uh, you're also an artist too, and I want to just get to some of your kind of like wh- 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 I, when we talked, you said you're a sculptor mainly, right? Um, I mean, I do a lot of painting, but I've been doing kind of these woodcut. I mean, it's essentially sculpture, woodcuts with 
kind of abstract paintings on them. <laughs> wood cuts are wood cuts are absolutely sculptures. I think. Oh, Thank cool. you. It just feels like a little 2D right now. I'm trying to figure out the layering, but they do kind of sit out from the wall and cast a little shadow. Like the way they play with the light and shadow, I, I consider them sculptures, but it's been a, a little bit of a debate. And I've been doing a series of mirrors, too, that are really fun. Ooh, very cool. Hey, that's cool. I mean, nice. um, you can uh, uh, you know always hang a mirror, too. That's always, like, really... You know, everybody needs a mirror in the house, man. That's actually, I like that. Yeah, they're really fun. I I just actually found another mirror. I'm going to do like a big full length one sitting on the ground. Um, my one thing is right now I'm trying to figure out how to merge the two. So that's going to be like a big thing. But like the mirrors incorporated with paintings. Yeah, they're really cool. Well, <laughs> I had an awesome time hanging out with you guys uh, in, in Europe. And, uh, you know, I think it's awesome that, uh, you know, you guys went to Paris. And like I said, uh, you know, I had such a good time hanging out with you guys, man. So, um, like I said, we I hope we can do it again sometime, man. Teach next time, obviously. Oh, for sure. You, you can go, too. And Evan told me he wants to go to China, man. I mean. Um, I'm down, dude. <laughs> we we got to wait till things cool down between us and China first, though, right? <laughs> Yeah, right now, I think they listed China as, like, the level three layer of, like, don't go. But they also list, like, Mexico. They list, like, Mexico in, like, in the same. I don't know which one of you L.A. people that is, but that's not Orange County. <laughs> we live on a wild street. Yeah. It's just but, uh, all the time. That's good. <laughs> you don't want to make artists too damn comfortable. You make an uh, artist too comfortable. They turn into a piece of shit. You got to make them a little bit uncomfortable. You know what I mean? That's when you get your best work. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling myself that. <laughs> but like I said, you know, hopefully we get, we'll we see what's going on with China. But hey, man, you you, you heard him teach. So, uh, you know what I mean? Teach is a veteran. He's been to both Nuremberg and China now. So, uh, you know, like I said, it was a great time hanging out with you guys, man. And uh, hopefully we can do it again, man. So uh, yeah. thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, thank great. you too, man. And likewise, like it was, it was awesome, amazing experience. Yeah, I had such a good. That was so fun. So cool. <laughs> so, uh, can you just drop your guys' uh, Instagrams, man, and we'll uh, go ahead and promote you. Yeah, you wanna go first? Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I am at on Instagram at a wonderful mistake, and also on TikTok and YouTube as well. Nice, you're on the TikTok. Nice. I got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that active on it, but. Hey, you're getting there. I got some stuff. They're pretty good. <laughs> and I'm okay, Maya, but with two Ys. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank <laughs> you guys so much, man. And, uh, you know, like I said, get Teach's book. It's out on Amazon. We're going to post about it. So yeah. Go check that out. Thank you to the audience for uh, hanging out with us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.
Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.